Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for Below Grade Level. Let's talk about our crushes and have some fun. Hello and welcome to Below Grade Level, the show where we take the books that we read as kids and read them as adults and ruin them. I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan Eaton, with me as always. Thank you. It's Becca Eaton. Hi. And Sneezy Chris Zalizi. Oh, I haven't been sleazy in years. No, I said Sneezy. Oh, I thought you, you said sneezed. Sneezy and Sleazy. I said Sneezy Chris Zalizi. That sounds like Sleazy. Yeah, I'm not. I feel attacked. Do we want to do this again? I'm workshopping it. (laughs) Go from the top or keeping it? All right. No, I'm starting from the bottom. How are you guys doing? Or go from the top again and just not edit it. Just just give them like a twofer. Just do both. Oh, God. Sometimes I listen to our older episodes and I'm like, get to the book. Like, whenever I listen to podcasts, I want to hear them talk about the thing they're going to talk about, and then they spend, like, 15 minutes going, like, so I was driving in L.A. today, and I was on the 405, and I'm like, no one fucking cares! <laughs> and then I listen to our podcast, and we're just like, so what did you do this weekend? I'm like, no one fucking cares. <laughs> um, it is just uh, the three of us today. We don't have a host unless, or a host, a guest. Jesus Christ. Unless you count Dusty as a guest. Who's on my lap? Can you hear him purring? Nope. What about now? Nope. That might get picked up. You're gonna squeeze all the food out of him. Good. Um. So it's just yeah, it's just the three of us. Um, and we're reading Sweet Valley High number three, playing with fire. <laughs> I'm gonna there read isn't my notes. Fire in this. I'm gonna be disappointed. Do you, do you want to read my notes, actually? Uh, sure. They're, they're pretty Because I short. definitely won't remember. Yeah, um, it'll be fun for you to discover what happened. At dance contest, Jessica ditches Winston to get with Bruce. Elizabeth is displeased. They all go to Ken's lake house party. Bruce takes off Jessica's top in the lake. She pulls back, but then follows him to the woods. Elizabeth tries to interrupt uh, yeah. their fucking, but no. <laughs> also, red leather pants guy saw the droids play and wants to sign them i forgot about that yeah i want to put on my red jeans <laughs> we read for a while last time and it was only two well, chapters yeah, but it I was two like huge chapters everything you wrote was just like the last three pages yeah but nothing happened before then they were at a dance yeah. they were at a dance and they danced a bunch and people got mad at people oh they danced at the dance. so much they danced so so hard, um, yeah. So where we last left our heroes, one of them was getting felt up in the woods, <laughs> possibly against her will. I don't really know. Um, no, it was all according to her sick plan. Yeah. Chapter three. My God. Elizabeth rolling over, lay awake in her bed. She looked at the clock for the 40th time. It was already after 3 a.m. and she hadn't slept a wink. She was not only angry at her twin, but worried, too. About an hour after her disastrous encounter with Jessica and Bruce in the woods, Elizabeth had seen them take off in his gleaming black Porsche. 
She had been disgusted enough to suppress her concern and enjoy the rest of the party. Wow. But once Todd brought her home, her worries returned stronger than ever. Brooding over Jessica's whereabouts in the silence of the pre-dawn hours was becoming almost unbearable. On top of everything else, Elizabeth was angry at Jessica for forcing her to lie to her mother, whom she'd run into in the upstairs hall. Lying was something Elizabeth never did, except when it came to her sister. All those, ge- all the lying genes went to Jessica. <laughs> her, hoping her mother wouldn't double-check, Elizabeth told her that Jessica was already in her bedroom. What? How would that even work? Like, yeah, you didn't see her come home. She's already in there. Well, no, it, it works in the beginning of the sentence. It only works with if her mother doesn't double check. That's so, true. <laughs> hoping her mother doesn't double check, she tells a lie. The last thing in the world she wanted to do was to sneak into Jessica's bed and pretend to be her, <laughs> a routine she'd gone through more than once before. What, so did her mom never check on her? Because that's really fucking depressing. Like, Jessica's here. Elizabeth's probably there. Well, to, let's be honest. Her mom knows which child needs to be checked on and which one is is fine. Her mom knows which one's a piece of shit. <laughs> this is just giving Elizabeth so much psychological trauma. I know. But I, also, all like, what she should have done is say, like, it's just, I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't know that she's, that's what she should do. Where's she's Jessica? young. And, I don't know. I'm not her fucking keeper. Yeah. Um... Oddly enough, her mother didn't question the lie. In fact, she didn't even ask Elizabeth about her date. She seemed preoccupied with something else. Elizabeth thought, I wonder what that is and when we're going to come back to it. Maybe her mother's playing with fire. Just. <laughs> her mother's Didn't they think their father magician. was having an affair? Yeah, with like book? his office assistant. Yeah. Maybe, her maybe they're just going to recycle the same plot, but with the mom this time. Yeah, uh... Maybe her mother's having an affair with like some sort of, I don't know, like French chef named Flambe. and she's gonna get burned in more ways than one (laughs) just just so she is gonna get physically burned that's really gruesome yeah Yeah. all right emotionally and physically (laughs) just as the sun was about to make its appearance and be like hi elizabeth heard the sound of a door close Convinced it was Jessica, she crawled out of her bed and tiptoed through the bathroom to Jessica's adjoining room. Oh, so the rooms are connected by a bathroom? Oh, I guess. Ugh, that's, I don't know, I, just, I hate that. rich people. <laughs> um, at least they had their own separate rooms. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jessica didn't see Elizabeth until she was nearly on top of her, and she almost woke up the entire Wakefield house with a startled gasp. She almost woke the Wakefields. <laughs> and oh, that's man. a wrap on <laughs> below it's, grade level it's been a good Goodbye. run guys Bye. <laughs> the show's cancelled um, you're making a habit of sneaking up on me Jessica fumed trying to keep her voice down and failing what gives Liz <laughs> Sorry, Jess. I didn't mean to scare you. I couldn't sleep. Where have you been? Jessica smiled sweetly. I don't have to give you my itinerary, Liz, but I'd think even you could figure out the answer to that one. Bruce, you've been with him all this time. Oh, yes, Jessica said blissfully, and it was wonderful. I was afraid of that, Elizabeth murmured. There's nothing to be afraid of, Jessica said. 
Bruce is everything a girl could ever hope for. How Rich, <laughs> a boy. How could you tell? He's got you so worked up you can't even think straight. And what's that supposed to mean? You were following him like a little puppy dog all night. That's so unlike you, Jessica. Elizabeth lowered her voice to a whisper. <laughs> and don't think I'm not upset about the way you treated me in the woods. You've never brushed me off like that before. Has she not? Uh, I feel like she has. First of all, all she the has. Time. Second of all, you Constantly. interrupted like pre-fucking. But also, Jessica's a bitch to her like that in front of people constantly. It's called pre-fucking. Sorry. Oh, we're going. I don't know what you guys talk about foreplay. I call it pre-fucking. I am so good at (laughs) pre-fucking. I don't even have to fuck afterwards. I'm just so good at the pre-fuck. Or or the the prefix, as it's called in higher society. I'm sorry, Jessica said, but you did interrupt a private moment of pre-fucking. <laughs> I guess I did, but for some reason I felt afraid for you, and I just couldn't control myself. I'm sorry for that. Really? Uh, Elizabeth added Elizabeth. truthfully. Oh, afraid? On. I can handle myself just fine, Jessica retorted, ignoring her sister's apology. Elizabeth was doubtful. With false lightness, she asked, Anyway, what did you two do after the party? Nothing to be ashamed of. Talk, mostly. False light. This was my goth band in college. (laughs) I like that. Dropping her guard for a second, Jessica confided with pleasure. Bruce said he was angry when he lost out at being king because he wanted to share the throne with me. Elizabeth was astounded that her normally perceptive sister would fall for such an obviously phony remark. I wouldn't believe a line like that if he took a lie to check your chest, she blurted. <laughs> damn, Liz. Oh, damn. <laughs> Call it like I see it. Okay. <clears throat> oh, come on, Elizabeth. Why can't you get it into your thick skull that Bruce likes meh? <laughs> it takes more than a few kisses to prove that. A lot you know. She said, punctuating her sentence with a beer. (laughs) No, it was a a Diet Cola. (laughs) It was a tab. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A lot you know. The truth is, we really have tons in common. We're both white, we're both rich, (laughs) and we both are sociopaths. She sighed wistfully. Oh, I hope I'll see him again real soon. You mean he didn't ask you out again after all that? No, Jessica admitted, but I'm sure he will. I wouldn't be, Elizabeth muttered under her breath. I heard that. Jessica's <laughs> patience with her sister was nearing the breaking point. She flounced into the bathroom and briskly ran a brush through her long, silky hair. What when the Eliz- flounce? <laughs> flounce like la la la. Like <laughs> <laughs> is it like a prance? It, it, it's or a lot it of more going in a direction a with your arms like yes. a... Yes. I'm flouncing. I think it would be more more floofy than a prance, because a prance, I feel like you'd be going at more of a pace than a flounce. Prancing's like a involves... flounce. You could just take a couple steps and be like, Whew. Oh, yeah, okay. So like prancing involves like skipping, probably. Yeah, flouncing I feel like involves like flipping your hair up like, and like doing a little kind of flipping your your skirt wa- out, wavy. doing a little twirl. Can you flounce? As, can a boy flounce? 
Sure, if you try hard enough. Let <laughs> <laughs> me take you more effort. You've got less things to flounce I got, around. I got less things to flounce around, yeah. I would have to, like, I'd have to unzip my hoodie yeah, and, like, your hoodie. and, like, billow flounce. it up behind me and be like, <laughs> follow me. He flounced into the bathroom, his dick <laughs> waving in the breeze. <laughs> Yuck. His dick flounced back and forth. She flounced into the bathroom and briskly ran a brush through her long, silky hair. When Elizabeth followed her, she added, I've had just about enough of your bad... Oh, sorry. I've had just about enough of your bad-mouthing Bruce. I don't know what you've got against him. You never tried to stop me from making a play for him before tonight. I never had to. Because she was unsuccessful before tonight. (laughs) I never had to. He was never interested before tonight. (laughs) Oh, damn! Am I Elizabeth? Look. Look. <laughs> Look at me, Liz. Look at me, Liz. It's like a mirror, isn't it? Because we're twins. Look, if there's something specific that you have to tell me about him, go ahead. Otherwise, shut up. This is making me think of the 40-year-old virgin when she's just like, Look at me! I'm hot! <laughs> <laughs> He's arrogant and self-centered. He'll hurt you. Jessica snorted. <laughs> Just what I thought. You don't have any real reasons. Just your own opinion. Sorry, Liz, but you're going to have to do better than that. Look how fast he dumped Lila Fowler and Heather Morgan. Even your good friend, Carol Walker. Why believe you'll do any better? He doesn't hang on to anyone for very long. Jessica put down her brush and faced her sister, letting you know that it was important that she interrupted her hairbrushing. I know. Now I'm just picturing... Marsha Brady oh my in God. the Brady Bunch movie. Yes. 107? Ab- 108? Absolutely. Liz, don't you understand? They meant That's nothing to him. It is. How do you know, Elizabeth pressed? He told me. And you believe him? I have no reason not to. Now are you oh, finished? Oh my God. Elizabeth eyed her sister silently for ten full minutes aware that in the end, Jessica would have to figure out the truth herself. Oh, right. Elizabeth knows something about Bruce, but, like, it's very vague. They haven't revealed yet how she knows it. Or what it is that she knows. Or it's in an earlier book and we forgot. I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm positive it wasn't. Does it have to do with Elizabeth's friend who also had a secret that was just, like, getting mental health help or something? I don't think so. I think this is going to just be, like, new information. Okay. Uh, that's my that's my guess. Uh, we could be wrong. We drink while we read these things. <laughs> you had your chance, Elizabeth, Jessica said angrily. Don't you dare say another bad word about Bruce in front of me or you'll regret it for eternity. I'll murder Jess. you in your sleep. You heard me, Elizabeth. That's all. Before Elizabeth could recover, Jessica stormed out of the bathroom, the opposite of flouncing, and locked the door behind <laughs> her. And she went, click! Elizabeth st- Elizabeth stood alone. <laughs> she said it out loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she went, I lock the door, click. Elizabeth. Don't even try it again. Elizabeth stood alone in front of the vanity, her eyes brimming with tears. Despite all of the petty disagreements they'd had over the years, she couldn't remember Jessica ever going to bed angry at her. Really? Really? Really, though? Really? Elizabeth didn't like it one bit, especially since she was sure that... That the cause of their argument, that arrogant jock Bruce Patman, was just playing another game with her unsuspecting sister. 
and she was about and she was almost as sure uh, she and she was and mm. and she was almost as sure it was a game Jessica couldn't win. Hey, you got there. Thank you. I got it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Sunday morning found Elizabeth. A... Later. Sunday morning found Elizabeth at the breakfast table, nibbling idly on a piece of toast, only half listening to her parents' conversation. Says here that George Fowler's expanding his plant. Alice Wakefield putting down the Sunday paper as she spoke to her husband, Ned. I'm going to call him first thing tomorrow and show him my portfolio. I could come up with some wonderful designs for him. So that was it, Elizabeth decided distractedly. Her mother had been thinking about the Fowler project last night. That's it why... It sounds like she only just read about it. So... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, says here... To confirm what I had already thought. <laughs> Her mother had been thinking about the Fowler project last night. That's... Oh, my God. My fucking eyes are watering for some reason. And I can't Pollen. read. Ah. Pollen! Damn is you, reason. spring! That's why she'd been too preoccupied to notice Elizabeth's cover-up for Jessica. Ned shook his head. <laughs> that rhymed. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a voice for the dad? I can't remember. remember uh, just either. do uh, Gregory Peck and To Kill a Mockingbird. You know I can't! Jim. That's nothing. Jim. Ned shook his head. I don't know, honey. I hear he's already negotiating with a big design firm from San Francisco. Oh, Alice. Man. Gregory Peck returned from the grave to come on this podcast. <laughs> Gregory, get out of here. Come on, Greg. <laughs> you old bag of bones. <laughs> Alice, I gotta get through this so I can wash my face off. Alice, Ali, Alice lifted her brows in surprise, and only her brows. And Alice distress. lifted her bra in surprise. Alice lifted her bras in surprise and distress. Wait, who my the tits. fuck's Alice? Oh, is Alice the, the mom? mom. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna say, like, do they have a maid, like the Brady Bunch? <laughs> How did you know? Also named Alice. And why didn't you tell me sooner? Ned's face assumed that slightly bemused expression that always came over him when they discussed his wife's career moves. What? What? I can't Wait. remember what you do, honey. I, I forgot you had a job. <laughs> You're still here. Slightly bemused. <laughs> Silly woman thinking she has a career. I found out from Mariana on Friday, he said offhandedly. Mariana's seem... last name is Trench, by the way. <laughs> yes, it is. It didn't seem important at the time. Mariana Trench was a partner in his law firm. <laughs> Alice held her breath for a moment. She was unhappy with her husband's lack of interest in her work, but she had no desire to make an issue of it on this bright, clear Sunday morning. Exhaling slowly. Just tamp All it down, Alice. Just tamp it down. <laughs> she changed the subject. What were you and Mariana talking about, dear? Elizabeth turned out, or Elizabeth tuned out the rest of her parents' conversation and barely heard the phone ringing in the other room. Still upset about Jessica, she could hardly even concentrate on finishing breakfast. Alice couldn't help noticing her daughter's glum mood. What's the matter, Liz? Did you and Todd have a fight last night? Oh, no, Mom. We had a good time. So why the sad face? It's nothing. Elizabeth attempted a half-hearted smile. I'll be all right. 
Sure you don't want to talk about it? Alice asked. I'm sure, Mom. Really, I'm fine. I just didn't sleep too well last night. Pass me the cartoons, okay? Maybe a little peanuts will help. Oh, she is me! <laughs> she I'm, is you! I love the Sunday oh, funnies. Oh, me too. It's been so long. Elizabeth was busy trying to lose herself in the comics. She's seriously sitting there reading the comics. That's so cute. <laughs> when Jessica breezily entered the kitchen. Good morning, people. <laughs> she was oh. as bubbly as a newly opened bottle of soda despite a mere three hours sleep. How are all of you this morning? Without waiting for an answer, she planted a firm kiss on everyone's forehead. Elizabeth was stunned. Mwah, she couldn't mwah. remember the last time her sister had been up so early on a Sunday morning. What's gotten into you, Jess? Her father asked, a chuckle in his voice. <laughs> Mrs. Wakefield smiled. Can't you tell, Ned? Obviously, she had a great time at the dance. That's right, Mom, Jessica said, pouring herself a glass of orange juice. She leaned against a tile counter and stared dreamily off into space. I think I'm in love, she announced at last. With Winston? Her mother threw her a surprise look. Absolutely not. Winston's a nerd, Mom. I'm talking about <laughs> someone extra special. Elizabeth groaned. She has no idea how big of a dick Winston has. <laughs> but no one heard. All eyes were on her twin. Who's that, dear? Alice asked. Jessica paused for dramatic effect. Bruce... Patman. The Patman boy, her father noted approvingly. <laughs> but Jessica, what happened with Winston? I thought you went out with him last night, her mother asked a little suspiciously. She was well aware of her daughter's tendency to go after what she wanted with total disregard Wait, for other did people. Did they go out on purpose? Weren't they just king and queen of whatever fucking dance? Yeah, they were like Win an arranged Winston, marriage in high school. Winston was technically her date to the dance. But that's only because of the school's, yeah, weird arranged marriage rules of yeah. prom. Like, they had to go together. Yeah. But they didn't have to leave together. hey -o! Anyway, uh, I feel like this <laughs> sentence is very important. She was well aware of her daughter's tendency to go after what she wanted with total disregard for other people. Jesus of course she Christ. was. Well, then why don't, you get her... <laughs> why don't you get her help, then? Seriously. <laughs> I did, but he had his eye on someone else, Jessica Head, shooting a quick, hard look at Elizabeth. Don't you fucking snitch. <laughs> we agreed to go our separate ways at Ken's party. Elizabeth wanted to challenge the lie, but she held back at the last moment. From Jessica's behavior, Elizabeth knew that her twin was no longer mad at her, and she didn't want to upset the equilibrium, because who the fuck wants to deal with that shit? At the same time, though, she wasn't sure if she could stand to sit through her starry-eyed sister's retelling of her night with Bruce. It was like listening to someone who had been hypnotized. And he told me we were made for each other. Isn't that the most romantic thing you've ever heard? Jessica directed the question at Jessica. Elizabeth, who remained unusually silent. Getting no reaction, Jessica shrugged and pranced out to the hallway to fetch her red now nylon she's Now she's prancing. <laughs> From First the closet. Then a prince. <laughs> yeah. Swinging it over her shoulder, she returned to the kitchen. Don't hold up dinner for me, okay? Where are you going? Ned asked. Bruce just called. He's taking me sailing on Sexa Lake today. I don't know how long we'll be, but I don't want you to wait. It's Sexa Lake for the listener, by the way. She glanced at the wall clock. He should be picking me up any minute now on his land boat. 
<laughs> no, that was Porsche all... pulls up, and everyone knows that the sound of Porsche makes is Porsche, 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 Porsche. That was all Elizabeth needed to hear. Unwilling to watch her sister fly ecstatically out the door, Elizabeth pushed her chair away from the table. May I be excused? I've got a big chemistry test to study for. Sure, dear, her mother answered. Say, what's the big rush, Les? Jessica asked. The test's not till Wednesday. That's practically eons from now. So call me a Girl Scout, Elizabeth shot back. I believe in being prepared, ya bitch. A little advanced <laughs> studying wouldn't hurt you either, ya bitch. <laughs> I wouldn't even dignify that remark with an answer, Jessica countered. She hurried out the kitchen and into the foyer to wait for Bruce and his slick, shiny, black Porsche dick. <sighs> Porsche dick? Yes. That was like nothing. Barely got to read it. Do you want to read it? No, no. Yeah. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah, you go. Chapter four. Liz, Liz, I've got to talk to you. Emily Mayer caught up with Elizabeth at her locker the following morning. Emily looked quite different from the way she appeared when performing. The petite drummer was dressed for school in a plain navy blue skirt and sweater, her wavy hair tied back neatly. Liz, it's happening, she said excitedly. It's really happening. <laughs> Slow down, Emily. What are you talking about? The droids. We're going to the top of the charts. Um, which ones? <laughs> The charts. What? It took Elizabeth a second to remember. You mean that guy? What's his name? Tony. His Emily. name is Red Leather Pants. Emily nodded excitedly. He's everything he says he is, Liz. Guy even found pictures. Guy. Guy even found pictures of him with some of his other bands. I guess there's a guy named Guy in the band. Confusing. Uh, in some back issues of Music Madness. I always thought it was dumb of Guy to save those magazines, but now I'm glad he did. Oh, I'm familiar oh. with Music Madness. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Liz, Tony has such great plans for us. So when's the first record coming out? This seems like a weird B plot for yeah. the book. We I mean, don't honestly, know these people. I'm invested in this B plot. <laughs> I'm more invested in this B plot because I'm like, fucking fuck Jessica. Let her ruin her I, stupid life. I just want life. the droids to succeed. Yeah. There needs to be some sort of success story in this jerkwaterberg. <laughs> in this jerkwaterberg of rich people in California. So when's the first record coming out? Come on, we're not ready for that yet. Tony's planning to book us into some local clubs first and maybe get us some dates around the state during Christmas vacation. With a little luck and a lot of hard work, he says we may be good enough to break into L.A. clubs by next summer. But he's not promising anything. Not yet, anyway. Though he did say he's going to bring around lots of record producer friends of his to meet us as soon as we sound a little tighter. I find it very boring. Sorry. You got a Becky page. Yep. <laughs> Elizabeth smiled warmly at Emily. She took her music very seriously, and she deserved to have good things happen. I'm so happy for you, Emily, Elizabeth bubbled. I bet the others are just losing their minds with excitement. Hey, it's a boring page, but it's nice. I good for the droids. I don't fucking know these people. <laughs> have we heard Emily's name before this book? Maybe. Probably, and we forgot it. Ugh. I remembered the name the droids when they said it. But if we before we started reading this book, if you're like, hey, what's the name of that band in Sweet Valley High? I'd be like, uh. What's the name of their drummer? Happy Alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You bet they're excited and tired, Emily was saying as the first bell for the next class rang. The two of them began walking to class. We were up half the night practicing. Seems the only thing you're missing is some publicity. Which publicity? also, publicity is a very hard word to say when <laughs> you're seven beers deep. Do you have I anything you were in mind? A diet cola. Yeah, I thought you had to tab. Yeah, no, seven tabs. Seven, seven tabs, tabs deep. deep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of my grudge band. <laughs> tabs deep. I got a good tab buzz going. <laughs> Do you have anything in mind? <clears throat> yes, I'd like to chart your progress in a running series of stories in the Oracle, which is the school newspaper for the listeners' benefit. I'll have to get the go-ahead from Penny, the editor, but I know she'll love the idea. I'll begin with how you met Tony and what your plans are, then I'll follow you from your first club date all the way to your number one hit record. Emily was overjoyed. That's fantastic. Oh, Liz, you don't know how much all this means to me. I think I do, Emily, because I'm fucking smart and you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) Being a rock star is just a fantasy for most kids, but you're actually going to live it. Unfortunately, I still have to live out the role of a student, too. Groaning, Emily opened the door to their chemistry class. You can probably drop out, Emily. (laughs) Reality, for the moment, uh, is Big Bad Bob Russo. Um, (laughs) They exchanged knowing glances. The lesser known Russo brother. (laughs) Chemistry was Elizabeth's hardest subject this year, and Bob Russo was the reason. A no-nonsense man, Russo was the type of teacher who demanded excellence from all his students and usually got it. Or else. I find it a little depressing that the older I get, the more I relate to the teachers in these fucking books. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, yeah, why wouldn't he demand excellence? (laughs) Fucking get it right. That's the point. Learn something, you dipshits. In truth, most of the kids felt he deserved their attention. He really cared what his students learned, and he insisted that they not disappoint him or themselves. Oh, now my heart's melting. I'm on this guy's side. (laughs) Even Jessica, who did very little studying but still got good grades in most classes, found it necessary to study for Russo's chemistry class. When the late bell rang, Elizabeth was surprised to find her sister's chair empty as she took her own seat by the window of the second-story chemistry lab. She and Jessica had driven to school together, so she knew Jessica was around someplace, but where? Probably necking with with Bruce Patman, playing patty cake. Playing Patman cake. (laughs) Patty man cake. A (laughs) A glance out the window answered Elizabeth's question. She saw a couple kissing brazenly and passionately on the far end of the campus lawn. Jessica and Bruce Patman. They were locked in an embrace so tight it seemed that to Elizabeth that it would take at least half of Sweet Valley's football team to tear them apart limb <gasps> from limb. Later that day, Jessica ran her... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> Jessica ran her fingers through Bruce's dark, wavy hair delighting in its soft silky feel that's the hair that you can only buy with money (laughs) (laughs) bruce (laughs) bruce answered her bruce answered her hair question by kissing her more and more deeply exciting every nerve ending in her body 
Ooh! Jessica pulled herself even closer, rubbing her other hand in small circles at the nape of Bruce's neck. Now they're really getting into it. All right, uh, this this is going to sound terrible, but like I was barely paying attention because I was looking at my phone. And Uh when you said rubbing her other, I thought the word was going to be mouth. And I was ready to get really grossed out. And uh-huh. I'm so glad that that rubbing isn't... her other mouth. Ah, oh. oh, yeah. Oh. Now I wish I'd said it. The faint sound of the late bell distracted the couple as they parted to catch their breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Bruce, we're late. We've got to go. Why oh, sound like Fred Schneider all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> Jessica quickly picked up the book she'd strewn across the grass earlier these books, she said, as she embraced Bruce. Bruce chuckled and placed a hand on Jessica's shoulder to keep her in place. What's the rush, baby? We were just getting started. Jessica couldn't look him in the face. In the face? She could only look... She couldn't look at his dick. She couldn't couldn't look at his face. She could only look him in the crotch. She wanted desperately to be with him. She didn't relish paying the price later. With the stern chemistry teacher. Also, she didn't like relish on her hot dogs. I, I want to stay with, I want to stay, Bruce. You know that. But I've got to get to Russo's class. He'll kill me if I cut it. You mean to tell me my girl's more interested in Mr. Chemistry than in me? What about our chemistry, baby? I thought I knew you better, Jess. The negging began. (laughs) She sighed. (sighs) Oh, Bruce, you know how I feel about us. I've known you for two days. (laughs) Then her her fingers, lightly caressing the back of his neck. Stop doing that! She continued. But you know how he is about giving out detentions, and if I have to stay after school, I won't be able to watch you practice tennis. (laughs) Tennis? Are you fucking kidding me <laughs> oh my god tennis i now need to picture an entirely different body type for this guy <laughs> i wasn't oh, i so wasn't prepared for that he, he definitely <clears throat> has a mullet wow <laughs> okay all right yeah oh he's just gotta, andre agassi now i gotta re- yeah like you said i gotta i gotta <laughs> different I, I, was, I was thinking more <laughs> john i was thinking more john mcenroe no. Uh, yeah. No, definitely he's Andre, Andre Agassi. Agassi. John Macro is cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's a cool asshole, though. Is don't he? you want to be... Don't you want to be friends with John McEnroe? Not really. <laughs> he seems like a dickhead. He seems like a fun dickhead. <laughs> Where was I? Tennis. <laughs> Where's your priorities in regards to dickheads? Because John McEnroe's a dickhead. I don't think so. I, I think don't think he's so. Silly, wasn't he on Thirty Rock? Yeah, he was on Thirty bit? Rock. He's been yeah. in stuff. He he's seems like Adam he... Sandler movies. But I know also... he's like an asshole, but like he seems like he he's like I'm aware, and that's kind of like my my shtick. And I'll have fun with you. That doesn't make it better. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying if I had to choose between hanging out with John McEnroe and Andre Agassi, I'd hang out with John McEnroe because I feel like Andre Agassi would be like. Um, what do you want to do? Look in the mirror? 
I, I just wouldn't have be like, a no, tennis John Magner would be like, what do you want to do? Hit some mailboxes with a baseball bat? And be like, fuck yeah, John McEnroe, I do. I do yeah. want to do that. I just wouldn't hang out with people that play tennis. What? They're yeah. not my people. Good baseline. <laughs> yeah. We've gotten Which is topic. why you're wrong and I'm right. <clears throat> uh, stay after school. I won't be able to watch you practice tennis. You wouldn't like that, Bruce, would you? Hmm. I do see your point, but <laughs> hey, not to worry, sweet thing. Reaching into the back pocket of his corduroy pants. <laughs> I like to wear corduroys because they swish. <laughs> Bruce pulled out a pad. A, a pad. A pad. Even Russo can't refuse to accept this. Bruce scribbled something on the top sheet, ripped it off, and handed it to Jessica. You can keep reading that if you want. I'll just finish it. A note from the nurse's office. Jessica glowed. Glowed? Steal a fucking pad from the nurse. What did he do? Just write, like, I'm the nurse and (laughs) Jessica's sick. Relieved she didn't have to make a choice she had no desire to make. Bruce. Oh, God. Bruce traced the outline of her mouth. Ew, I read ahead of it's grosser. With his fingertip. And she went, and she went, <laughs> no, 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 no. She went. <laughs> she, she went. What are you doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> Bruce traced the outline of her mouth with his fingertip. The results of my examination show you need some mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. <laughs> Jessica moved closer. That was so fucking stupid, uh, Bruce. Uh, I'd okay, say your uh, diagnosis is right on the mark, Dr. Pat Man. After that Shall last we... <laughs> uh, Bruce line, I kind of feel like he should kind of sound like Frankenfurter because that whole lot the rhyme uh, and everything. Okay. Rocker. I got to get in the, the car- We haven't done that voice in a while. Mm-hmm. The results of my examination show you need some mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. <laughs> Jessica moved closer. I now, but I, but I hate Bruce though, and I love, yeah. I love Frankenfurter. <laughs> I love Tim Curry. No, I'm keeping the shit voice. Jessica moved closer. I'd say your diagnosis is dying around Mark, Doctor Patman. Shall we begin the treatments? Raising her face to his, Jessica entwined herself around Ugh. her beloved boyfriend. In view of everyone. Entwined is a gross word. Including the teacher, she's about to lie to. Right. Chapter 5. <laughs> the fuck is happening? I guess it didn't matter. The following <laughs> afternoon, Elizabeth rushed home from school as soon as classes ended. During nothing, her last... nothing matters. She never faces consequences. Yeah. During her last period gym class, as she was playing tennis with her best friend Enid, she had an idea for a short story. Elizabeth loved the special, excited feeling that came over her whenever inspiration struck, but she knew the idea would fade unless she got her thoughts on paper as soon as possible. She hoped to finish a rough outline before the day was through. No one else was home, and the solitude provided Elizabeth with the atmosphere she needed to concentrate. <clears throat> Retreating to her favorite overstuffed chair in the living room, she opened her spiral notebook and began to put her thoughts down on paper. <laughs> I just think you like, ah, uh, I thought of a great short story. It's called The Twin Who Died. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The story was about a girl who kept making the wrong decisions. <laughs> The twin who was a whore. 
A short no, no, while no, no, later. No. Everyone knows the title was The Bitch Twin. <laughs> the, the Bitch Twin. twin. <laughs> a short while Subtitle, later, Elizabeth... the, the Twin Who Was a Bitch. <laughs> Elizabeth became aware of a knocking sound. At first, it was so timid that she thought it was a tree limb banging softly against the side of the house. But the knock became more persistent, and Elizabeth realized someone was at the front door. Reluctantly, she put aside her notebook to answer it. On the other side of the threshold stood Robin Wilson. I don't remember if we know them. Uh, yeah. Hi, Liz. She, she's, like, here? she's like the plump girl. Ah. Uh, she asked, no, said Elizabeth. She's at cheerleading practice, but I expect her back soon. Tonight's her night to make dinner. Robin didn't fucking ask. Robin <laughs> looks confused. I checked at cheerleading practice. She wasn't there. We were going to spend the afternoon together, but she never showed up. Gee, I wonder where she could be. I think I know, Elizabeth said, realizing she'd better start thinking about what she'd like to make for dinner. I'll bet anything she's out with Bruce Patman. Oh, Robin lowered her head, trying to hide her disappointment. So sad. You've done it again, Jessica, Elizabeth thought. <laughs> Although Elizabeth didn't know Robin that well, she felt sorry for the pudgy girl oh, standing Jesus. before her. Ugh. I did not ad-lib that. That's in the book. All she wanted was to be Jessica's friend, even though all Jessica seemed to want was to take advantage of Robin's good nature. Elizabeth decided to put her story on hold and invite Robin inside. I'm sorry Jessica's not here, she said once they were seated. You should... <clears throat> you should tell her she can't just change plans on you like this. Oh, that's okay, Robin said quickly. I'm sure she didn't mean it. I, I know I'd probably forget to meet a, girl, a girlfriend if Bruce Patman asked me out. Although the chances of that are less than zero. Because I'm oh, so Robin. pudgy. Oh, Robin. Get your shit together, Robin Williams. <laughs> well, now that's what she sounds like. I think, that's, I think that's what we did last time. Flashing an embarrassed grin, she pointed to her ample midsection. Oh, oh no. Robin. <laughs> why, why are you making me read this? <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't bother me. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> See, like, I did that to get into the voice, and then you immediately laughed, and it takes me out of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do it again. Do it again. Right. Do it more. Oh, see what I just did? I know you're gonna laugh. It fucks me I'll up. Hide my, I'll hide my face. All right, and, and my voice. All right, whoo boy. I need it. Brought to you by Miller Lite. I'm just gonna laugh into my whiskey. All right. <clears throat> oh. whiskey. But it doesn't bother me. Jessica thinks I've already got a guy. At least that's what she tells me. That's why we're getting together today. <clears throat> that's why we're getting together to... <clears throat> oh, shit, that's a oh. hard sentence to say. That's why we were getting together today. <laughs> to buy me some new clothes. Then we were coming back here to do experiments. Experiments? For chemistry class? No. To see if we could make my face sexier through science. What? She smiled. What? what? Then sighed wistfully. Oh. <laughs> I've ad-libbed nothing. <laughs> That's not chemistry. 
So she was going to give Robin a makeover? No, she was going to make her face sexier with science. <laughs> Why do you think a makeover I is? know. What the fuck? Oh, shit. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is torture. <laughs> I guess it'll just have to wait till tomorrow. Elizabeth was sure Jessica wouldn't pay any attention to Robin as long as Bruce was in the picture, but curiosity about the new boy in Robin's life overshadowed any inclination she might have had to express her doubt. You don't have to tell me, she began, but who's the guy with the crush on you? Robin blushed as she whispered, Winston Egbert. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till the two of them get together. The voices that will do. <laughs> You're kidding, Elizabeth exclaimed. <laughs> That's fucked up. She wouldn't believe Winston had recovered so quickly from his heartbreak over Jessica. After all, he'd really? been crazy about her ever since fifth grade. But why? 25 years ago. <laughs> well, wasn't he, like, flirting with Elizabeth, too? I think he was just, like, a nerd that was horny for everybody. Yeah, he's just a nerd. He's like... He wasn't in love with her. Yeah. He's a fucking horrible person. He just doesn't know what he has at this point. <laughs> Which is a giant Which dick. Which is a giant A, a humongous <laughs> dong. Like, it's not a dick. It's a dong. <laughs> like, he could ring a bell with the damn thing. Uh, that's why they call it a dong. Yeah, ding dong, ding dong. Anyway. Believe me, <laughs> I understand your surprise. Robin said, grinning. <laughs> I couldn't believe it myself when Jessica told me he'd had a thing for me ever since I came to Sweet Valley. Imagine... A popular guy like Winston wanting a girl like me. He took me to Ken's party last Saturday. We had a great time. At least I did. Oh, she added hastily. <laughs> Elizabeth was dumbstruck. I love the slightly lower-pitched Mickey Mouse laugh. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's what it is. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Holy shit. Oh, God. Oh. Okay. Elizabeth was dumbstruck. Yeah, I saw you together. She managed Umbenus to say. I'm Winston Robbins, just uh, her sibling's dad dressed up as a woman to try to reconnect to them. And <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <clears throat> pretending they're a high school student. And Poor Winston. Shit. Trying to hide her shock at Jessica's latest little bit of manipulation. She was convinced Jessica had put Robin and Winston together to get both of them out of her hair at the same time. Uh, I don't think she's that... Uh, caring? I don't know. I don't Jessica? Think she, yeah. I don't, well, it's no, not it, caringness. It's if, manipulation. Yeah. Well, manipulation, but yeah, yeah. If it serves her own ends, yeah. she probably thought it was like a brilliant plan. Probably. Like, oh, I'll stick these two nerds together. Elizabeth also felt that Robin deserved to know the truth instead of being duped into believing a fantasy of Jessica's creation. Robin, it's it's hard to tell you this, but Wynn's been interested in my sister for quite some time. I don't know if he's really ready to get involved with someone else, despite the fact that he wasn't involved with Jessica to begin with. But that, whatever. A momentary look of concern crossed Robin's face as Elizabeth spoke, but it was followed quickly by a sigh of relief. Oh, don't worry, Liz. I know all about Jessica and Winston. She told me they were never... She told me there was never anything much to it. They're just friends. Elizabeth shook her head slightly. I don't think you heard what I said. Are you, are you fucking listening? 
It's possible that Wynne isn't ready for you, or for that matter, anybody. But Jessica told me she's not right all the time. Look, <laughs> I'm sure Wynne thinks you're nice. I just don't want you to get your hopes up. I know Winston's really hung up on Jess for some fucking reason. The last thing you want is a boy on the rebound. I don't know. Maybe let her make her own fucking decision? Or that. No, Robin hedged. You're wrong, Liz. <laughs> Why are people hedging so much? I don't know. I don't know. Hedged is being he- hedged. Oh, fuck. You mean you think he's definitely over Jess? Elizabeth asked. No, said Robin, smiling. I mean, I'd definitely take him on the rebound. Oh, they both laughed. Oh, oh. In that case, I hope I'm wrong for your sake, Elizabeth said. She was beginning to like Robin. By the way. She was so desperate and pudgy. Yeah. <laughs> You'll take anything. By the way, got any plans for Saturday night? Not yet. Well, if nothing comes up, why don't you join Todd and me? We're going to a club down in Sand Pines to see the droids. I don't know. I don't want to tag along on your date. It's not an actual date date. I'm writing an article for the Oracle on the droids, so it's more like an assignment for me. It's a (laughs) (laughs) write-off. I think it might be a good place for you to meet some guys. You don't have to give me an answer now, but promise me you'll consider it, okay? Robin thought a moment before answering. Okay, she said. Then she got up and headed for the door. I'd better be getting home now. You'll tell Jessica I stop by, won't you? Don't worry, Elizabeth said with a gleam in her eye. You can be sure I'll tell her. (laughs) (laughs) Later that night, Elizabeth was taking that night's dinner of roast chicken out of the oven when Jessica showed up. So Elizabeth made a roast Roast chicken. chicken. What is she, 16 years old? Yeah. Following the aroma into the Elizabeth kitchen. Elizabeth could do like anything she character. sets her mind to, Becca. <laughs> Sorry. You know Elizabeth is a fully functioning adult at 16 because of how she was raised with a psychotic sister. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I apologize, Elizabeth. <laughs> Jessica purred. Mmm, something smells good. <sighs> I gather you're going to grace us with your presence tonight. Of course, I live here. Oh, and thanks for making dinner tonight. I promise I'll make it up to you sometime. With you, sometime could be around the year 2000. I won't hold my breath, Elizabeth retorted. 17 people highlighted that sentence on Kindle. Probably because they were like, fuck, I'm old! (laughs) Look, I'm really sorry I was late. I um, had something important to do. It was 17 books later when they were like, hey, look, I made it up to you for the one time you made chicken. (laughs) (laughs) I know, something called Bruce Patman. Jessica looked genuinely surprised. You and your intuition. Um. Actually, Robin stopped by earlier. She said you and she were supposed to get together this afternoon. Was that today? Jessica feigned forgetfulness. I must have mixed up the dates. You really disappointed her, Elizabeth chided. She'll get over it, Jessica shrugged, unconcerned. It was just a trip to the mall. (laughs) Instead of you and your intuition, it should have been like... (laughs) Name of science. (laughs) You and your knowing that I fuck everything up. (laughs) Was there a cat chewing this? Oh, my God. Well, probably. Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and blame uh, our stupid-ass kitten. Let's blame Alfie. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. All right. Cool. Well, I'm glad they work. 
for the listener's benefit, uh, a cat chewed Becca's headphone cord. I have a feeling it was more than just a trip to her. The least you could have done was told her you couldn't make it. Oh, she'll understand. We could do her makeover anytime, though I do admit, the sooner the better. Honestly, Liz, I simply forgot. Bruce came up to me right after the last bell, and he took me for a ride up Valley Crest Highway. It was fantastic. How fantastic can a ride on the highway be, Jessica? I was literally just thinking that. <laughs> Elizabeth I was just thinking, asked, like, it wasn't a ride in the car that was fantastic. hey <laughs> With distaste. We talked about what great times we're going to have together. Jessica's face took on that faraway, <laughs> dreamy look that came over her whenever the subject turned to Bruce. What kind of great times, Elizabeth pressed. Oh, for starters, right after I grab a bite, I'm going over to Bruce's to show him he's not the only good tennis player in Sweet Valley. Don't wait up for what? me either. It'll probably mean? be a late night. Does she play I, tennis? I guess he has his own tennis court. Of course he does. He's a pet man. <laughs> Gee, Jess, I thought you'd be around tonight to go over our notes tomorrow for... <clears throat> to go over our notes for tomorrow's chemistry test. You still worried about that? Aren't you? You're barely getting by as it is, you dumb bitch. <laughs> but I always pull through, don't I? Yeah, but you don't fucking pull out. Oh! <clears throat> Later! <laughs> A half hour later, Jessica stood on the Patman's tennis court, cut into the hill right below the stately Patman mansion. The Pat Mansion. The Pat Mansion! Uh, I was just going to say known. that. The court overlooked Sweet Valley, and Jessica could see her own house near the bottom of the slope. Swinging her racket lightly, she turned to Bruce as he approached from the house. I love it up here. The view is gorgeous. Bruce's eyes were focused on Jessica's legs, <laughs> long and tanned, before beneath her short tennis whites. Oh, sorry, uh, I read that completely wrong. <laughs> I love it up here. The view is gorgeous. Bruce's eyes were focused on Jessica's legs, long and tanned, beneath her short tennis whites. I like the view too, he told her. Ready to play? <laughs> Let's volley first. Bruce opened a can of balls and bounced <laughs> one in the air with his racket. I... Oh, God. Can't think of a better way to spend the evening. Me either. Though my sister thinks I should be studying. Doesn't she believe in having fun? Oh, she's worried about this big test we're having tomorrow. But what she doesn't know is that I have a secret weapon. What's that, baby? Not what? Who? Emily Mayer. She sits next to me, and she's practically Albert Einstein at chemistry. And her handwriting is neat and large, if you get my point. Do you get it? Do you, Bruce? Bruce winked knowingly, then positioned himself at the far end of the court. I think it's time I got your mind off chemistry, he said, getting ready to serve. Here goes. He smacked the ball into Jessica's face, using the same competitive game strength force he would have with any opponent. 
Jessica returned the serve with a clean, hard backhand down the line, much a to Bruce's surprise. clean, hard backhand. She gave him the clean, hard backhand, if you know what I mean. He was not amused. That's where you do this, hey, and, and you just what? rub it between. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is like just it. a visual joke. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like all the fingers. No, it's too many fingers. Uh, uh, too many fingers! Oh, no, this? I don't like the fists! The fists are worse <laughs> than the fingers! The, the important part's the back of the hand. The you know, yeah, that's get, the important part. It's softer skin. It's less I coarse. feel like that one should just be called, like, starting a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be this? Oh, Palms that would together. be that. Yeah, that would be wait, 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 hold on. It's more elegant if you cross your hands and then go towards it. And then you Ooh, just fancy. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Oh. It's called the backwards fire starter. Oh. Do you like the backs of my hands? Do you oh like my, my backhand? So she uh, returned to the clean, hard backhand on the line, much to Bruce's surprise, and he was not amused. He hey. just wanted to, like, hit balls that are really fucking hard and yeah. have her <laughs> miss it. What's the idea? I didn't think you would be good at this. <laughs> he grumbled. Just brushing up on my game, Bruce, <coughs> Jessica said, pleased with her shot. Bruce was a very strong player and a sore loser, but she was confident she could hold her own against him. When did she ever practice tennis? Great question. I love it, and I don't have the answer. Because uh, tennis isn't a sport you can just pick up. Yeah. If I tried to play tennis right now, I'd be like, ah, duh, and I would hit myself with a racket. You would never hit the ball, No, ever. I would never hit the ball. And if you did, it would go behind you somehow. And if I hit the ball, I'd be like, love! <laughs> The Wakefields are naturally good at everything, so <laughs> that's my explanation. <clears throat> she couldn't hear what Bruce muttered under his breath. It was like, stupid bitch. But she could see that the smile was now gone from his face. Again, he smashed the ball across the court. And again, Jessica's natural reaction was to hit it back perfectly. Who do you think you are, Chris Everett Lloyd? <laughs> Bruce yelled across the net. It was clear he didn't mean it as a compliment. Who the absolute fuck is Chris Everett Lloyd, and why isn't there Chris like... Chris Everett was a tennis player in the olden days, and I only know that because she was one of the tennis players on the Nintendo tennis game I had. Oh my god. And awesome. I didn't I didn't know Nerd. about the Lloyd part, but it would... Like, at the beginning, it was like... Maybe some, she married. Somebody's name, and then Chris Everett. Chris Everett. And then you'd be like... See, Ish. if it was like... If it was like... Mark Philippousis, then I would know because of the... I've never heard of that. Virtua Tennis on the Dreamcast. Ah, I never had a Dreamcast. Yeah. Very few people had a Dreamcast. It's... He was Tune into a my upcoming podcast, <sighs> Casting Dreams, with Patrick Anderson, where we talk Have about... Have you done any episodes of that yet? None whatsoever. We've been talking about that shit for like three years. Now, if you want to talk about Trick Style that was on Dreamcast, that was a good game. <clears throat> I don't even know that game. As well as House of the Dead 2. House of the Dead 2 is my jam. I loved House of the Dead 2. Anyway, she couldn't hear what Bruce muttered under his breath, but she could see that the smile was gone from... Oh, he already went through this. <clears throat> it was clear he didn't mean that Chris Everett Lloyd thing as a compliment. Your serve! Angrily, he threw her a ball from his bag of balls. Or whatever it was. <laughs> Jessica bounced the ball a few it's a times. Can. can of balls! <laughs> I have to open a new can. 
She didn't like the way Bruce was glaring at her, as if she'd committed a cardinal sin by playing her best. He's, he's like fucking John Hamm in 30 Rock. He's racking his farts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no one's ever told him he was fuck, bad at something He's in before. the bubble. Bruce Patman's in the bubble. Obviously, he didn't like to lose. Neither did she. But the more she considered the anger in Bruce's icy blue eyes, the more she began to reconsider her options. Jessica, no, no, no. Win. Jessica, win. She was clearly on top of her game this evening. Ah. But maybe that wasn't such a good thing. Sorry. Here. It was called Top Players Tennis. Nice. And it was like, I don't know why specifically it was these two people you played as, but it was Chris Everett and Ivan Lendl. Okay. uh, Oh, I I know Ivan Lendl. Good friends? (laughs) No, I have no idea. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Here's what it looked like. Oh, that's great. Uh, oh, it's so shitty looking. It's not playing. It was very shitty. Yeah. Um, okay. So you can read about how Chris uh, or Chris Everett. Uh, how <laughs> you can read about how Bruce Batman is, you know, violent. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna get us Unraveling. more drinks. Would you like beer or more whiskey? I would like more whiskey. Uh huh. But you said that we should do beer next. But I would like more whiskey. I said that so, before we like started you. drinking whiskey, but I now know. I want more whiskey. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna get a little, a little bit more whiskey. I want ice in mine, but not too much ice per whiskey. Just the right amount of ice for Becca. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't ask for much. <laughs> Bruce didn't appear to appreciate her skill, and it was obvious he would be angry at her if she ended up winning. Carrying that logic, if we could call it that, one step further, she concluded he'd probably decide not to play with her anymore. He might even decide she was too aggressive off the court as well and dump her altogether. That was a possibility Jessica couldn't bear. So she did the only thing she could she did the only thing she could to protect herself. Oh boy. For the first time in her life she actually tried to lose at something. This is so fucking upsetting. It's very upsetting. Uh, during the rest of the match she Why doesn't her... she love herself? I know. During the rest of the match, she handled her racket as if she'd developed a sudden case of tennis elbow. Bruce won the set easily. Six love. You would hope he would be smart enough to realize at that point that she was losing on purpose, but I guess he's a big, dumb fucking idiot. Yeah, no. He's a big, dumb dummy. (laughs) Jessica got the first clue that she'd played it the right way when Bruce jumped the net after the set was over. Smiling now, he dropped his racket and wrapped her in a big bear hug. To the victor go the spoils, he announced with pleasure. And I'm taking my reward right now. Oh, God, I hate him. The spoils is what I call my dick. (laughs) Uh, Lowering his head, he kissed her hard on the lips, sending a thrilling shiver down her spine. He really loves me, Jessica thought stupidly. God damn it, Jessica. Wildly enjoying the comforting sensation of being enveloped in his arms. And if it makes him happy to have a girl who wants what he wants, then that's the kind of girl I'll be. No. No. In Max Dellen's basement, no (laughs) idea who that is, near the Sweet Valley Shopping District on the other side of town, Emily Mayer sat fretfully over her drum set. She was trying to work out the beat to the new song Guy Chesney had written for that weekend. The guy was clearly annoyed at his drummer. What's your problem, Mayor? Emily pounded her bass drum in Is frustration. Is Guy's brother Kenny? Yes. 
Kenny Chesney's California brother. <laughs> California Chesney. The California Chesney. <laughs> oh, shit. Give me a break, guy. You just handed me the sheet an hour ago. I'm doing the best I can. That might not be good enough. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Dana Larson cut in. The girl said she's trying her best. How many people are in this band? Look, Dana. One too many. Yeah. Guy <laughs> snapped. Directing his comics. <clears throat> Look, Dana. Guy snapped. Directing his comments to the attractive lead singer. We're we're getting a shot at the big time now. Saturday night's our first chance to prove ourselves, and we can't afford to make any mistakes. If Emily can't cut it, maybe we should find a new drummer. Oh, damn. Maybe what we need is a new keyboard player, Dana said pointedly. Oh, damn. Jeez, guy, who do you think you are talking like that? We're a group. We stick together, all of us. Max looked up from his guitar and shook his head. You guys are something, he chuckled. Getting all worked up over some two-bit gig? What's the big deal? <laughs> if you don't know, maybe we'd better think about replacing you too, Guy snarled. Oh, hey, lighten up, Max drawled. Oh, We've never had any hassles like this before. All we've played are school dances and parties, Guy pointed out. Small-time stuff. When we go on on Saturday night, we've got to be cooking. And we won't unless certain people in this band get their act together. He shot another warning look at Emily. I'm working on it, guy. Emily said through clenched teeth. Guy. Guy. I love this. I love this plot. <clears throat> Dana had heard enough. Look, guy. I know you're under a lot of pressure to make this work, but there's no need to get so upset. We're all under pressure. Apologize to Emily and tell her you didn't mean what you said. Yeah, added Dan Scott, the bass guitar player that we totally forgot about up to this point. We don't have all night. Guy scratched his neck and thought for a long time. I guess Dana's right, Emily, he said finally. I'm letting this gig get to me. Sorry I jumped all over you. Friends? <laughs> Friends, she answered weakly, forcing a smile. Let's try it again from the top, okay? You heard the girl. Guy addressed the rest of the group. Let's hit it. One, two, three, four. All tension faded as the music took over. Each run-through sounded better than the last. And soon, every guy was happy. <laughs> Even Guy was happy with their progress. I'm just going to finish this chapter. Yeah, it's fine. By the end of the night, he was convinced they'd bring down the house that weekend. But Emily didn't forget his earlier warning though she secretly believed his frustration and anger were caused more by his unreturned affection for Dana than anything to do with the band. He'd never said as much to Emily, but she was sure she hadn't misread the look on Guy's face every time the group's singer smiled at him. Whatever the source of Guy's problems, though, Emily was anxious not to push her luck. After the group decided to call it a night, she went home and practiced every song in the droid's repertoire. <laughs> it was only as, as she the was French getting say. <laughs> repertoire. It was only as Les she was droids. getting undressed for bed that she remembered Russo's test. Slipping under the covers, an exhausted Emily opened her chemistry book. But ten minutes later, the light still on and the textbook uselessly on the floor where it had fallen, she was sound asleep. 
Oh, Emily. So, oh, Emily. What are we I do never studied for a test until college, uh-huh. and I did it once, and I got like Humble 115%. Humble like, what? What do you, what do you what? study? I don't know. I just like did you my homework study? and shit, and then I'd go do a so you test. Just knew? I knew shit because I did my homework. I didn't. What? Do you, how do you study? What do you just reread your homework? I knew yeah, shit because I, mean, I read it in class. Well, I mean, I would read the assigned textbook whatevers when we were supposed to read them. Yeah, I guess. But what do you do for a test? You just reread the stuff you already read. You just look over the facts and try to memorize them. Try to memorize the facts. Look over the facts. Look over the facts like and try to memorize Like a big cardboard with the red strings. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just go over, you know. The facts of the case. The facts of the case. And, and try, try to find out who them. the killer is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was bad at school. But did you study? It sounds like you know how, even though you I just did because I was stuff. bad at school. So, I don't even know no, what studying like, is. I mean, oh did God. you do your homework? Did you do the readings Ooh, when no. you were supposed to? <sighs> so you probably had to study because you didn't do the stuff when you were supposed to. Yeah. You didn't learn at like the normal pace. No. I just did the work when it was assigned. So then when the test came up, it'd be like, yeah, I know that shit. I already. Yeah, I did get. My okay, so I guess you did it the way you're supposed to. <laughs> I didn't like cram before a test. Yeah. Oh, that look at you, little Miss it Normal. Is <laughs> it's very stressful. That's why, like, in college, whenever like midterms and finals came up, it was like the week that I would smoke. Like, I didn't smoke cigarettes, but the like the week before those tests is when I would like bum cigarettes or like buy a pack because I was stressed out of my fucking mind because I didn't do shit the rest of the time and I had to get I had to pass. Well, I didn't do amazing in college. School's to dumb. Be fair, School's bad. Yeah. I did try to do the shit as it came up and not wait till later because that just sounds like a goddamn anxiety nightmare. I was definitely the kid who did, I did my homework in homeroom, like the morning of. I wouldn't do anything. I feel like we've talked about this before, but still, <laughs> I did my homework. On, I did my homework on Friday nights. Oh my god! So I can have my weekend to myself. I did my homework Monday morning in a frantic frenzy asking I, people if they knew answers to shit. I have no memories whatsoever and like in the hallway like doing homework class, trying to finish it. And then I would just like make up excuses. I'm I am 100% like the kid teachers hated I don't know if they hated me the most because like <laughs> You were in their top five hated students. I was definitely in the top, I think, of hated students because I was, I was, like, both things. I, I, I did pretty well most of the times because I bullshit, but I, I bullshitted. So, like, it's. I think they probably knew that I was just, like, fucking feeling my way through the dark. Yeah. <laughs> I was the Chris, kid. did that you te- say you have no memory of doing homework? I have homework? no memory of ever doing homework, ever. What? Did you go to school? I oh, I went. <laughs> I just you really remember, didn't do a like, whole lot. Sitting in your room doing multiplication tables and shit. No, I I don't. I never did homework or like Who any did? reading. Oh Once I left school, your mother did all your homework wasn't for you. Didn't an issue. No, what no, you left school? You graduated high school. No, I'm talking about like once I left school for the day. Oh yeah. 
School was out of my mind. I never did homework. Your mom was sitting there after a long fucking day of nursing people back to life, doing your goddamn multiplication tables for you, Christopher. There was a couple instances of uh, my parents, like, forcing me to do my homework, and it was such a struggle. So you do remember. That they they just gave up. And, uh, no, and this is where I say, like, public school's a joke. They passed me to pass me. Not because I earned it. But because they didn't want to deal with me the next year. And also, you have to remember, the schools I went to, I have three older siblings. (laughs) So... A lot of these schools dealt with my parents the first three times, and by the time I got there, they were like, just fucking pass him. Yeah, I don't, don't want to talk one. to his parents. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need another one. Yeah. Yeah. And I vaguely remember, yeah. That's why I have a diploma, even though I don't deserve it whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter six. I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. Jessica wiped a hand across her tear-streaked face and then threw herself into Bruce's arms. Oh, no. What? It was lunchtime on Friday, and the couple was sitting under one of the many white oak trees that graced the Sweet Valley High's campus. Sweet shit. Friday lunch? The most important lunch? Bruce couldn't imagine what had happened, but he liked playing the role of Jessica's savior. Fuck. Sure that he knew exactly what she really wanted... <clears throat> he began What's to caress dick? and stroke her back gently. Nibbling at her ear, he whispered, Ears are gross. Hey, I'm not going to let anything upset my baby. Ew. What's wrong, Jess? I don't like Jess? that either. Ba- ba- baby, <laughs> baby. I'm very upset about this whole scenario. <laughs> Jessica pulled away. Don't call each other baby. Jessica pulled away enough to look directly into Bruce's concerned blue eyes. That idiot Mr. Russo had the nerve to give me an F on my chemistry test. She cried. Bruce stroked her cheeks tenderly. No more tears, babe. It's only a dumb test. He licked the tears off of her face. Ew. It's, Wait, did he? No. no. God, <laughs> I believed you. Here, let me get that for you. No, no. Oh, no, no, don't do that. It's more than that. You don't understand, bros. I was just getting by before this, and now I might fail the whole semester. Calm down, Jess. Maybe this will help. Bruce gave her a deep, lingering kiss. <sighs> That was nice, Bruce, Jessica said when they parted. (laughs) The way you said that, like, that was nice, but I'm kind of still concerned about this. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Unfortunately, it doesn't solve my problem. You fucking idiot. But there's a solution to every problem, and that solution is money. Tell Brucey what happened. Remember my secret weapon, Emily Mayer? She let me down. It's Emily's fault. The girl I was going to cheat off of. It's her fault, not mine. I didn't do anything wrong. This time she failed the test too. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's what you get, you bitch. (laughs) She failed too. So next time, cheat off someone else's paper. 
I have the feeling if I switch seats now, Russo will get suspicious. Jessica, anxiously, switch seats in high school. Picked at the grass by her side. Bruce, what am I going to do? I didn't have any assigned seats in high school. Really? I don't remember if I did or not. I feel like for the most part, it was like the first day you had to pick a seat and then stay yeah, there. Yeah, I feel like they, that was like the Like they thing. told you where to sit, but it was like once you sit there once, you have to sit there for the rest of the year. I sat, I mostly sat in the front because I literally just couldn't see the board from the back, which I now realize as a full grown adult, it's because my eyes are bonky. <laughs> yeah, and did, also I mean, you're deaf you as hell. Then? What? <laughs> <laughs> what he peaked. <laughs> what did you say that was real? Didn't you wear glasses in high school or contacts? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But my eyes are bonky. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know now. I I don't remember Chris if I told you this. I just went you to did. the eye. Yeah, I went. Okay. Well, the listener doesn't know. I went to the eye doctor recently. The listener doesn't need to know. We're <laughs> the book. Even with glasses and book. contacts, his eyes aren't perfect. What? Um, the end. Okay. His eyes fucking suck. <laughs> hey, I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, yeah but you got you, you. But you got golden vocal cords. Thank so you. Let's keep reading. Thank you. That's the way to get me back on track. <laughs> I have a feeling if I switch seats now, Russo will get suspicious. Jessica anxiously picked at the grass by her side. Bruce, what am I gonna do? He clasped his hands. He clasped her hands. In his hands. <laughs> First of all, you've got to see that flunking chemistry isn't the end of the world, baby. What are you ever going to use it for anyway? I have the foggiest idea, but if I flunk, I'm off the cheerleading squad, and that I care about. A bunch of silly-looking girls jumping up and down and yelling in front of a lot of people. Bruce patted Jessica's head as if she were a little girl. Gross! Making me love him even more. Fuck, I just feel like I could change him. (laughs) You care about the strangest things. Jessica didn't like his tone, but she didn't want to risk Uh, upsetting him by making an issue of it. Jessica! God. God. So she quickly switched gears, pretending she didn't care about the squad. Well, I have to admit, it's been getting a little boring lately, and I did miss a few practices this week. But even so, it would be humiliating to be kicked off the squad. Well, you came to the right person, Bruce declared. Jessica looked up at him with hope. She knew Bruce would come to her rescue. (laughs) What do you mean? She asked. (laughs) I should have told you the other night that you shouldn't count on unreliable people like Emily. I've got a foolproof way for you to get an A in chemistry. Bruce! Jessica's (laughs) eyes widened expectantly. Tell me! Taking his time, enjoying the suspense, Bruce stretched out his legs and leaned against the oak. It's simple, he smiled confidently. I know where Russo keeps his chest. Jessica threw her arms around Bruce's neck. And you'll get them for me! Bruce pulled back abruptly, willing to play the hero only to a point. No way! My days of messing with that man are over. But I'll tell you how to get them without being caught. What the fuck is happening? I don't know! Jessica bit her lower lip. She would have preferred it if Bruce simply handed her the test. I just hate both of them so much. (laughs) (laughs) But she was in no position to argue. Sure, Bruce, tell me where they are. Later, he whispered, moving closer. First, we've got to take care of business. 
business is what I call my dick. Chris wrapped his arms around Jessica. And together they fell into the soft grass, exchanging kisses with a frantic urgency. Meanwhile. (laughs) On the other side of campus, Elizabeth carried her lunch tray to the outdoor eating area, scanning the rows of tables for an empty seat. She found one next to Winston, who sat staring down at a book, though he looked as if he hadn't the faintest idea he was reading. Uh, mind if I take a seat? Elizabeth asked. Taking a quick glance at her, Winston smiled ecstatically, not daring to believe that his fantasy had come true. The smile faded quickly, however, when he realized which Wakefield twin it was. Oh, hi, Liz, he said glumly. The seat's yours if you want it. That's not the friendliest offer I've had all day, but I'll take it. She placed her tray on the table. What are you reading? (laughs) Oh, it's a horrible question. I hate when people ask me that, and it triggers me. A book! (laughs) Winston put down the book. You've got me. Something to do with economics. (laughs) He shrugged. Oh my god, Chris, just make that your answer forever now. You've got me. Something to do with economics. I'm a real Reaganomic. (laughs) Just waiting for this trickle down to happen. (laughs) Holy shit. He shrugged. I didn't mean to sound unfriendly, Liz. I was just thinking. I'd probably be better off if I gave it all up. School, girls, my car, and join the nearest monastery. Elizabeth put an arm around his shoulder. I never thought of you as the type to get the calling. You sure about (laughs) this? The calling? (laughs) Oh, man. Which I guess is a common phrase at that point in time. (laughs) Holy shit. I feel like the calling should have a capital C. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Nah, he admitted. (laughs) But it would make life a lot simpler. I'm going to sneeze at some point. I just want to preface that. Wait, We're, all the... Oh, my God. Bless you. Thank you. Bless you, Winston. Oh, fuck. Ew. Did it get in your beard? Uh, my, a mustache is always a risk. Uh. I feel your pain. Why do I have the feeling this has to do with girls? Say one girl in particular. Oh, wait, that was Liz. <laughs> Oh, shit. That's just how she sounds sometimes. Yeah, no, that's... She's just... Yeah. Winston looked at her sadly. Am I that transparent? Oh, my God. Elizabeth smiled. Not at all, Win. She lied gently. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not ad-libbing it. She lied gently. (laughs) I just happened to be her sister. You want to talk? Winston drummed his fingers on the table for a second or two, then let out a deep sigh. Ah! You're right. It's Jessica. I know you're upset about the way she's been treating you. You have every right to be, as far as I'm concerned. That's not all that's bothering me, Liz. I know Jessica doesn't care for me as much as I'd like, and I can live with that. For now. For now. What's I don't like that for now. Is that she's wasting your time uh, and affection my, on that jerk Pat Man. You want to keep reading? You read it yourself oh, and it. see who did better. 
who read it better. No, no, I don't want to. I don't want that pressure. Do it. Let's see what you got. Oh shit! No, I can't. Okay, <laughs> I can't. Elizabeth nodded. I was already in the zone. I, I know, I know, going. I know. You were in the Winston zone. <laughs> you were hypnotized by his big dick. <laughs> Hell yeah! As it's, are it's we like all. A pen, it's like a pendulum. <laughs> Elizabeth. It doesn't have to be a clock that waves in front of your eyes. It could be a dick. Elizabeth nodded. I've been trying to tell her the same thing for days. Until now, we've always been able to talk about our differences, but for the first time in our lives, she shut me out completely. I mean, I have to admit, I have been pretty critical of their relationship, but Bruce is like a god to her, and I can't stand it. Like a god! She considers it a cardinal sin if I say anything critical about him. All I have to do is say one negative word about him and she walks away in a huff or a flounce or a prance. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, It sounds like she's really falling for him hard. That's putting it mildly when you wouldn't believe the change in her. (laughs) Breasts fuller. Step lighter. <laughs> is he horrible. really the person she should be talking to about this? Right? Where the fuck is Enid? Yeah, right? Where is Enid? I totally it, forgot about Enid. In one week, she's turned into a new person. Bruce's slave. Yesterday, for instance, she'd skipped cheerleading practice to take Bruce's tennis outfits to the dry cleaners. <laughs> the dry cleaners? <laughs> My <laughs> fucking God. That's too much. That's too that, much. Then he she has went people for that. <laughs> then she went to the record house to buy some cassettes. I feel like Bruce Patman is doing like the dentist system to her. <laughs> <laughs> From always sunny. Uh, then she went to the record house to buy some cassettes Bruce wanted with her own money, no less. Can you imagine the old Jessica doing that? Winston sighed. Oh, God. <laughs> We can't all let her... We can't let her go on like this! I can't stop her. Sadly, Elizabeth looked down the tuna salad she'd barely touched. She didn't know it was making her sadder. Jessica, or the tuna salad. Jessica's love life was ruining her appetite more than her own ever had, she mused. Ew. More than her room temperature tuna salad that's been sitting in her lunchbox all day. <laughs> Or her own love life. It's very confusingly worded. Uh, Yeah, doesn't... Wait, wait, Jessica's... Wait. Then her own ever had her own love life. Her own love life, I I guess. guess. I guess. But there's got to be something we can do, Winston insisted. Jessica thrust a forkful of tuna salad into her mouth. It tasted like wet cotton. Oh, Fuck me. Look, I think we both need to change the subject. Got any plans for tomorrow night? Winston shook his head. <laughs> Besides a hot date with my Atari? You <laughs> know nothing doing. <laughs> nothing doing. <laughs> I didn't make that up. The droids are playing their first big time gig tomorrow night. Want to come along with Todd and me? The droids? How come I haven't heard about this? They've been quiet about it because they don't want the audience full of kids from Sweet Valley. They want to see how 
their stuff will go over with a bunch of strangers. Well, good job telling everyone about it, Jessica. And then you're right. He yelled. I'd go see them wherever they're playing. Yeah, me too, Elizabeth agreed. But the next moment she sucked in her breath. Wynn, listen, I just remembered something. Please don't get the wrong idea. But I also asked Robin Wilson to come along. She looked down at her plate hesitantly. Not you too, Winston exclaimed. What's with you, Wakefield girls? What's, why the big push to get me and Robin together? I didn't mean it that way. I told you, I forgot for a second that I'd asked her. I just thought that since you didn't have any plans, you might want to go with Todd and me. Winston studied Elizabeth's... Winston studied Elizabeth affectionately. I hate when they do the underlined passages. Mm. Also, who's fucking highlighting this book? Yeah. But I just hate it regardless. Yeah. It bothers me on Kindle. Seven uh, people highlighted this passage. Seven whole people thought this was interesting enough to highlight. Listeners, pay attention. That was nice of you. But Robin, well, she's okay. We don't really have much in common, though. I get nervous around people who eat all the time. Seven people highlighted that. Uh, what the what? fuck? You don't have to feel like it's a date. There will probably be uh, lots of new faces at the club. And you can use a change of atmosphere. What do you say? I don't have to stick with Robin. You're riding in the same car together. That's all. You're Winston. free to do whatever you want after that. Okay, cool it, man. In that case, what time are you picking me up? Winston. Chapter 7. Late Saturday afternoon, Elizabeth stepped out of the shower and began to get ready for her night out. She dried off put on her bathrobe, then, after wiping off the steam-covered mirror, she ran a wide-toothed comb through her long, thick hair as she tried to figure out what to wear. Mentally rejecting most of her wardrobe, she finally decided to ask Jessica if she could borrow one of her wilder, flashier outfits. You can't go to a rock club looking like your own grandmother, she muttered to her, to her reflection, sounding like Jessica. <laughs> She hoped Jessica wouldn't give her a hard time. At least they were talking again. Trying to keep the lines of communication open between them, Elizabeth had stopped criticizing Bruce. She figured that as long as she kept him out of the conversation, her relationship with Jessica stood a good chance of returning to normal. She also hoped it would increase the chances of Jessica's confiding in her, should she need to. As Elizabeth, <clears throat> as Elizabeth finished blow-drying her hair, she heard a knock on the bathroom door. Come in, she called out, Jessica smiling and balancing an armload of packages from her afternoon shopping spree, stood in the doorway. Come take a look at what I bought, she squealed excitedly. I found the most heavenly dresses at the Boston shop, which is a real store. <laughs> you went where? Elizabeth couldn't believe her ears. The twins had always avoided that exclusive women's store, a place where a lot of snobby types did their shopping. Filled with curiosity, Elizabeth followed Jessica into her room. You swore you'd never set foot in that place. That was before, Jessica said, opening up one of the packages. Elizabeth didn't have to, didn't have to ask before what? Let me see what you got, she said resignedly. Triumphantly, Jessica pulled a brown hull blazer and matching skirt. Matching skirt? So a brown blazer and a matching 
Skirt. Brown Hot. <coughs> Gross. Out of hot. one bag and two Oxford shirts from another. The look was Double tasteful, hot. classic, and rich. Waspy, you might even say. Yet very unlike Jessica. Aren't these the most elegant clothes you've ever seen? Jessica looked at her sister in total bewilderment. Weren't you the one who always said that people who dress preppy have no originality? That was silly of me, wasn't it? Jessica threw the blazer over her shoulders and smiled. Bruce thinks this is a smart look, especially for a girl with long legs like mine. He's taking me to the country club for dinner. She put the jacket on her bed and held the two shirts against it. Which do you think looks better, the beige or the pink? What do you think, beige on brown or pink on brown? What looks better with brown, Liz? <laughs> Elizabeth lounged, longed. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth longed to ask her sister why she was letting Bruce run her life. But she had the distinct feeling that Jessica wouldn't understand what she was talking about anyway. Without further comment on her sister's changed wardrobe, Elizabeth chose the pink blouse, thinking, well, you've already got brown on brown. Might as well go with pink and not, you know, beige, like a lighter brown. Speaking of clothes, she added, I was wondering if I could borrow your black and white miniskirt tonight. You can keep it forever, Jessica said airily, throwing it at her. I have never need it. Bruce can't stand new wave clothes. What? New wave clothes. He says they look cheap. But don't get me wrong, that skirt would look cute on you with a black bodysuit. Bodysuit. Bruce will think you're cheap looking, though. Like a cheap hooker. And she's going to dress like a fucking senator in yeah. her blazer <clears throat> yes. and wool skirt? Well, she is going to the country club. She has to dress white. She's going to dress from the Nancy Pelosi collection. She's going to dress like yeah. Bruce's mom. Yeah. Well... Yeah. Which excites Bruce to know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah, thanks, Elizabeth responded dryly. She could only guess at what other changes Bruce would force on her sister. Knowing she was on the brink of saying something about Bruce, she decided to excuse herself from Jessica's room quickly. Gotta go! <laughs> good on her. Todd's picking me up soon, so I'd better get dressed. Have a good night tonight. Bye! Don't worry, Jessica winked suggestively at her sister. Wink. Uh, Bruce and I always do. If you get my meaning. Do you get it? Do you get what I mean? The light fog rolling in from the Pacific made the visibility on the coast road poor, and Todd almost drove past the Seaside Express, the club where the droids were playing. The Seaside Express. The club where the droids were playing. The Seaside Express? <laughs> Yar, welcome to the Seaside Express. <laughs> Tonight we have the droids. Whoa, Todd, Winston shouted from the backseat of Todd's desk, and there's the place. <laughs> this is it, Todd exclaimed as he pulled into the dirt-covered drive. <laughs> is this another roadhouse? Why is oh this town God. full of roadhouses? <laughs> yeah. Before them stood a low wood shingled building that had definitely seen better days. It's a roadhouse. No more than a dozen cars were parked in the lot. You might call it a house on the road. Yes. There's the sign. Sand Pines, Winston noted. Your eyes must be better than mine, Todd said, shaking his head in disbelief. I don't know how you even saw it. It looks like no one's been near it for decades. He turned to Elizabeth. 
You sure the droids are playing here? This place looks deserted. Sure, see the sign in the window? This is it. Maybe the fog's keeping people away. Because <laughs> it's so spooky. Well, everyone knows there's pirates in it. Ghost there's pirates. There's pirate zombies or there's whatever. There's ghost pirate zombies in the fog. Maybe not. It's still early, isn't it? Winston's voice had an almost desperate sound to it. If no one else showed up, he knew he'd have to spend the rest of the evening with horrible, horrible Robin. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that early, Todd said flatly. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't mind just staying for a few numbers than heading back to Sweet Valley. I don't like the looks of this place. We can't leave that quickly, Todd, Elizabeth stated firmly. We've got to see their act. Besides, we're here already, and it doesn't look all that bad to me. I don't want to leave, said Robin, looking hopefully at Winston. Todd shrugged. I suppose we'll survive. He reached over and opened the door to Elizabeth's side. Shall we? Like, he's going to be all chivalrous, but Wait. also a giant pussy. Yeah. Wait, he opened their he opened her door before they even got out of the he car? Like, yeah. That's like, like a whole awkward reach across. He reached across. shoved her door open. He reached across, he was like, oops, as he grazed her boobs. <laughs> all that says to me is like, like fucking get out. <laughs> Stop asking questions. On the way up the graveled path to the club's entrance, Todd paused to admire a motorcycle parked off to the side. This Virago's a beaut, don't you think, Liz? <laughs> what? I don't know what words I'm saying. Elizabeth frowned. It's just a pile of metal. I don't think I'll ever understand what you see in these machines. <clears throat> Just wait, Liz. When I get my bike, you'll see how much fun they are. Inside the club's dim lighting helped mask the cheap paneled walls marred by scratches and dents. Oh, no, not scratches and dents. (laughs) Todd took Elizabeth by the arm protectively. Let's find seats. Because, you know, like seats are a very common feature among uh, live music venues. Yeah. Only a few of the small black tables and chairs were occupied. Looking around, Elizabeth recognized Tony Conover, the droid's new manager. Red pants guy. Okay. Seated alone near the back of the room, staring intently at the small stage, where the group was already performing. He seemed to be the only one paying attention. The dance floor was empty. Only a handful of people were listening to the music. The rest were huddled together in a corner, nursing drinks and cigarettes. Talking very loudly. They must be club regulars, Elizabeth thought. Elizabeth and Todd took seats at one of the vacant tables. It literally, it just sounds like they got there early. Yeah. It's just like what the auto bar is when you get there, like right when they open. (laughs) It's like people are playing music, but no one's paying attention, and there's five people, like, (laughs) drinking and talking in a corner. (laughs) Elizabeth and Todd took seats at one of the vacant tables near the dance floor while Winston and Robin checked out the room from the entrance. Winston, realizing this was not the night he was going to meet the girl of his dreams, reluctantly followed his friends to the table, with Robin happily accompanying him. Oh, poor Robin. I know. I'm team Robin. The group ordered a round of sodas, scandalous, and Elizabeth took out her notebook to begin jotting down her impressions of the place. After After taking a close look around, she decided to leave a description of the club out of her article. It it was pretty seedy. If the first rung on the ladder to success... 
If this is the first rung on the ladder to success, she thought, the droids have a very long way to go. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, do you know... (laughs) Yeah, this is the first rung. Uh, She's still in high school. This is a high school band. Even out of high school, (laughs) if you start playing, you play at some shitbox places. Yeah, for a fucking while. For quite a while. If the band members were disappointed by the surroundings, it was impossible for Elizabeth to tell. They were totally involved with their music. It was clear they'd all practice hard for this engagement. They sounded more engagement. together now than ever. Yeah, they they're not more playing as dance. Too. <laughs> yeah. Dana had honed her style so that she now strutted around like a <clears throat> self-confident star. She and Emily had also invested in eye-catching red jumpsuits. Oh, and the visual effect was powerful. Oh, my God. Max, Dan, and Guy had coordinated <laughs> their outfits and looked like a trio of alluring tough guys. What the fuck does that mean? So it, the two <clears throat> girls are in red, red jumpsuits. jumpsuits. They look like tough guys, which to me I'm just picturing like Cigarette greasers. in their roll I'm sleeves. just picturing like yeah, greasers. the fucking leather jackets and shit like from Greece. Yeah, like, that's exactly what I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure the leather jumpsuits were uh, that band that uh, Joan Jett was a part of before she was Joan Jett. Oh, yeah, uh, the Runaways. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. After the second song, Elizabeth put away her notebook and coaxed Todd onto the dance floor. It didn't matter to them that they were the only ones dancing, and when Elizabeth looked up at the group and got a grateful wink and smile from Emily, she knew her gesture was appreciated. Winston and Robin remained at the table, neither one saying a word. Robin was very disappointed. Despite what Elizabeth had told her, she had hoped that this would be a night to remember. Jessica had taken Robin shopping with her that afternoon, and all Jessica had talked about was how much Winston was looking forward to this date. She'd assumed Robin, she'd assured Robin (laughs) that this was an opportunity not to be wasted. She'd even insisted on taking Robin to the store in the mall that specialized in large sizes and had personally picked the peach tunic top that Robin was wearing. Was Torrid a store back then? No. What's a tunic top? Just like a long top. It's, a long it's like top. too long. It's pretty unflattering in my opinion. Like a muumuu? Well, a muumuu is like a nightgown, isn't okay. it? A tunic top would be like like past the hips, like a mid-thigh. Okay. It's not oh, okay. flattering, I don't yeah. think, to anybody. <clears throat> Winston loves this color, Jessica had told her, what lying. What the fuck is wrong with her? Winston loves peach. Winston loves peach. I love lamp. Jessica had told her, even though it wasn't very flattering to her figure, Robin yeah. had yeah, Robin had snatched the garment on the spot. From the moment she'd stepped into Todd's car, Robin could tell the night wasn't going to live up to her expectations. Winston had been friendly when he greeted her, but when she had tried to move closer to him in the yeah. seat, he had squirmed away uncomfortably. He'd barely spoken to her at all during the 45 45 minute ride oh god jesus christ uh remember driving that far to do things well that's only a young person yeah that's the most unrealistic thing because it's just when you're that young and you're on that long of a car ride it doesn't matter who's sitting next to you you're gonna touch them well and also like 
when uh, I find it unrealistic because when You're I was just six- happy they're there. When I was 16, I don't know if I was allowed to get in a car to go anywhere with anyone else for 45 fucking minutes. Absolutely not. Like I was allowed to go somewhere 10 minutes away. But yeah, 45 minutes yeah, would be but, like But like when you're that age, you could, you could hate them on like a deep-seated level. You you could just be against everything they stand for, but if you're in a car for 45 minutes, like you're going to try something. You're going to try something? Yeah. Try some shit. I was a teenager once. <laughs> You were a different kind of teenager than me. I don't know. If I was in the car for 45 minutes when I was 16, I'd probably just be like, I'm a good boy. I'm not going to do anything. (laughs) Um, No, and if the girl just, like, touches your leg, it's just like, oh, well, uh, now this is If a girl touched my leg when I was 16, I'd be like, I'm in love! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you get it. She's showing an interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... It's terrible, but like yeah. the whole thing is just like what I like about her is that she likes me. Yeah, that that that, that scans. <clears throat> um, he'd barely spoken to her at all, and directing most of his comments to the front seat. Far from the easygoing, talkative person she had encountered at the dance, Winston had appeared preoccupied, not at all interested in being with her. Now, sitting next to her at the table, he seemed even more distant and uncomfortable. Robin began to regret that she'd agreed to come. She kept glancing at her watch, hoping the night would end as soon as possible. She was grateful when Elizabeth and Todd said that they wanted to leave after the first set. So I got the depressing page. Yep. Her torture would soon be over. I'm going to drink whiskey now. I want more whiskey. No. It's bad for us. You're bad. (laughs) By the time they got back on the coast highway, the fog had lifted, revealing a clear star-filled sky. The group was quiet, so the as the evening had been a disappointment for all of them. Elizabeth passed the time gazing out at the shoreline. She found the scenery hauntingly beautiful. Wait, why was it a disappointment for Elizabeth? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out if you let me read. Why was it a disappointment for Todd? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. All right, keep going. Uh, she found the scenery hauntingly beautiful and thought that someday she'd like to sit by the sea and write a story. About five miles from the turnoff for Sweet Valley. Man, I want to write a story here someday. (laughs) Elizabeth noticed a black Porsche parked along one of the side roads leading to the water. When she realized who it belonged to, she let out a gasp. Not that there was only one black Porsche in the whole world, but the license plate, one Bruce one. One Bruce Bruce one. one. Oh, it the was... first one is to tell you that there's only one Bruce Patman. The second one is to tell you that Bruce Patman always wins. Get it? It's one Bruce. I thought one. you were gonna say he's number one. Uh, well, that's uh, another I'm, way of I'm saying that Bruce always this. wins. <laughs> one Bruce one means he's not gonna put the one Bruce one, and together. I'm number one. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't have three ones. It was Bruce Patman. <laughs> so much for a night at the country club. Elizabeth didn't want to think about what Bruce and her sister were doing on that dark, deserted path. She wanted to forget she'd seen the car. But Robin wouldn't let her. Hey, isn't that Bruce Patman's car? <laughs> she tried to say that's a gleaming vehicle. Oh, Robin. I wonder what it's doing down there. He and Jessica were going out tonight, weren't they, Liz? Yes, Robin. <laughs> they make a really super-looking couple, don't you think? Robin prattled. But everyone in school seems down on them. I wonder why. 
Some things aren't worth wondering about, Winston (laughs) muttered. Well, I'm really happy for Jessica. She told me she's in love with Bruce. I think that's so romantic. She's so beautiful, and he's gorgeous. They deserve each other, I'd say. I'd say you've said enough, Winston grumbled. Oh, damn. (laughs) Look, Todd, would you mind taking me home first? I'm done in. What? What are... Not for what nothing. Are those words they <laughs> Not for nothing, but this has been a long night. I'm done in. I'm done in. Robin sank <laughs> as deeply into the seat as she could. Me and my big mouth, she berated herself. She was sure she'd just thrown any chance she might have had with Winston right out the window. Robin. It's almost oh, like uh, depressing. All these books are depressing. Especially books are always depressing. It was almost as if she was the only one that knew Winston had a giant dick. (laughs) A short while later, after dropping off Winston and Robin, Todd pulled up in front of Elizabeth's house. They exchanged a kiss. It was warm and loving, and Elizabeth found it comforting. Todd always seems to know what I need, she told herself. (laughs) Then she fell into the crook of Todd's arm. I'm glad you're understanding about tonight. I had no idea the place was such a dive. I didn't mind, really. I just feel sorry for the droids. Their first big date, and it's a bust. Yeah, a disappointing night for a lot of people. Like our friends in the back seat? Elizabeth nodded. Poor Wynn. I don't ever remember seeing him so quiet. Maybe I shouldn't have talked him into coming. Nah, even a bad night out is better than a lonely night at home. Though if you ask me, he didn't even give Robin a chance. Wynne made it very clear to me that he wasn't interested in her. I invited him along because I thought it'd help him take his mind off Jessica. Todd sighed. <laughs> it figures she's at the bottom of this. That girl causes more trouble than anyone I've ever known. Yep. Oh, it's not her fault she doesn't love him. He's had a thing for her for way too long. He's wasting his time. I know, but he can't get her out of his system, she sighed. Funny, it sounds exactly like Jessica's feelings about Bruce. But Jessica's doing something about her feelings. Ask anybody. (laughs) Elizabeth shot him a questioning look. And Todd turned away quickly for some reason. He felt he'd said more than he wanted to and hoped she would change the subject. But there was no way she could let that remark slip by. Just what do you mean by that, Todd? Yeah, she demanded. He remained silent, but Elizabeth was persistent. You're hiding something from me, aren't you, Todd? (laughs) She pulled away from him and directed her piercing stare at him. Ow! Todd gave in under her gaze. I didn't want to tell you, he began, but your sister is getting quite a reputation around school. Bruce has been making it very clear that he's getting everything he wants out of her, and whenever he wants it, too, if you know what I mean. I'm talking... I'm talking regular stuff. Talking... Mouth stuff and hand stuff. Down there stuff. Down there stuff, front and back. (laughs) Hands. (laughs) 
<laughs> hands. They were doing hands. I guess in the other room, and I just heard her go, ew. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth put her hands to her ears. I don't believe it, Todd. Jessica would never be like that. Are you fucking kidding me, Elizabeth? Todd considered this. Does she have, like, selective amnesia? Right? Todd considered this. Bruce could be exaggerating, he said after a pause. I wouldn't put it past him. Yes, that's it, Elizabeth agreed eagerly. He must be exaggerating. That's so rotten. Jessica would die if she knew she was being talked about like that. I don't know, Liz. She's so starry-eyed over him. I don't think she'd care. Oh, that Bruce Patman. If I didn't hate him before, I certainly do now. He's turned her into a completely different person. I mean, when she's not out with him, she's practically a hermit. Whenever I ask her to come someplace with me, she says she has to stay home in case Bruce calls. What if I miss him? She asked me the other night. Do you believe that? Can you imagine my sister waiting for a boy to call? Yes, I absolutely can. Elizabeth. Not that, not the Jessica I, <laughs> not the Jessica I know and hate. Ha <laughs> ha, Todd. Elizabeth ignored his last remark. And then, and then finally he did call just to tell her he'd see her tonight. Todd, you should have seen the look on her face. It was as if someone had just crowned her Miss America. She looked so, so satisfied. And for what? A lousy phone call well wait a second liz she really cares about the guy of course she's going to be happy to see him not everything jessica does or feels for him is horrible todd fondly cupped elizabeth's breast in his hand (laughs) don't you feel good when i call (laughs) gently elizabeth gave todd a soft kiss and then thoroughly thoughtfully responded of course i do And you're right. I should try to be more understanding. It's just that she's getting so carried away. Yes, well, she's got it bad for him. Elizabeth leaned back in her seat dejectedly. I tell you, Todd, he's like an evil wizard. (laughs) Can we just finish it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Out to twist her into anything he wants. And the worst part is, she's letting him. I wish there was something I could do to stop her. You've always tried, and look where it's gotten you. I know, she sighed. But you don't know how awful it is to watch your sister go through all this and not be able to do a thing about it. She's heading for a disaster. I can feel it. And if I don't find a way to show her what's really happening, I'm afraid I'll lose the real Jessica altogether. Well, this, this is has been Jessica. below grade right? level. Wasn't the real... the real Jessica kind of a piece of shit? Yes! Yes! I mean, obviously you don't want your sister to get hurt, but it's not like a nice girl that's getting turned into a shitty person. It's like a shitty person Bing. that's getting a rumor told that she's fucking someone she's almost fucking. Well, it's like, it's like a shitty person. It's like, oh, well, she's shitty, but I know the shitty that she is. And now she's like shitty and she's being like, even a grade higher shittier, like like waspy, preppy, like rich person, snobby, shitty. None of us are surprised. It's 
She's doing the she exact is still same thing an awful she did person. in early books. <laughs> I mean, we're only on book three, but still, it's just like <laughs> you're you're doing exactly what we thought you would, Jessica. And yeah, fuck it's just you. like the. <laughs> I'm losing the real Jessica, who was a horrible, selfish, manipulative, crazy person who lied about rape. Now, like this new Jessica, who is that, but also now she's wearing wool. Yeah, it really seems to be like the line. It, it's like Elizabeth. Like Elizabeth draws the line at what? Uh, yeah, Elizabeth's like, look, I can put up with her, you know, uh, making false allegations against men to police and including uh, her boyfriend and lying about uh, things like swapping her identity with me so that I get hurt. Like uh, I can put up with all of that, but I draw the line at being preppy, which I already assumed Jessica was. Right, I thought they were both preppy, but I guess, I, I guess. <laughs> I, do, I don't really understand because I guess this was a period of time that was before we were that age, slightly enough that I don't really understand. I, I can't figure out like how the Wakefields fit into because like the Wakefields aren't poor; they're not like they're not like badly off. But the Patmans really seem to embody that like. Uh, 80s... I mean, they have a tennis court. That's why I'm saying, like, the Patmans seem to be, like, that 80s, like, movie villain. Like, well, I'm going to tear down the ski out. resort and and put in a country club. Like, yeah. that shit. I swear every time we do one of these, I look up when the book came out and I never remember. Was this, like, mid-80s? Mid, early 80s? I think mid to late 80s. Hang, I'll look Still up real 80s. quick. I think 80s, yeah. I don't think we've so gotten into the 90s So what would Jessica yet. be other than kind of preppy? You know, she See, wasn't I like a rocker, like well, Joe. I don't Jet know, girl. a decent person. <laughs> I don't know because yeah, there's there's other mean, people. I just mean like, what would she like, dress like? The the eighties archetypes. Well, she had a black and white miniskirt that was new wave new that she wave, had no so use she for. Was new wave. I don't think she was listening to fucking new wave music. If I if I had to guess, I would say that the Wakefield twins were probably like, like like middle of the road 80s you know like like i don't know what that means I, but i am picturing the covers of these books where they're in like fucking pastel cardigans and shit with yeah. little headbands and yeah they look preppy as fuck see i think that look i think that's that became preppy but maybe but like this book is telling me that preppy is a whole fucking other level where like you have a fucking tennis court and you wear like a matching wool blazer and skirt combo <laughs> i don't know and you shop at the boston store <laughs> all i know is that at some point jessica said to elizabeth do you really want to hurt me do you really want to make me cry jesus fucking christ are you looking at the year or am i i i'm just looking at the book cover which is like i'm guessing that's jessica and bruce this is a picture from ebay but she's wearing like a little pink polo shirt, and he's got a white button-up shirt with a sweater like draped yeah, over see, his like shoulders. Yeah, see, like he's got like the sweater tied around his neck. But like, she's that's... dressed exactly like I would have imagined her to be. Yeah. But see, I feel like if she was that preppy, she would also have a sweater tied around her neck. I think that they're like, like class-wise, they are just under the Patmans. Uh, all right, I'm not talking about class wise. I'm just trying to figure out what they wear <laughs> You're just trying to figure out on the a style. regular basis. Eighty <laughs> <80's> shit. <laughs> um, 
there's a book called All Night Long, and the guy on it <laughs> looks like fucking Freddie Mercury. Oh my god. Oh my god, he does. Oh my god! Wait, who is that? Why does he have a mustache? Is Jessica as grown up as she thinks she is? <laughs> oh, wait, she... this says this is number five. Oh man, we're gonna get there. We are. Um, how can I. Wait, okay. Playing with Fire. Tell me when it was published. Oh, 1983? Wow. That is Damn. way earlier than I thought. Wait, is that right? Probably. Holy fuck, 1983. I thought this shit was late 80s. That's oh. before I was born. This book is a year older than I am. Oh, jeez. No wonder it's antiquated. Yeah, and you're old as fuck. I know. <laughs> At least I know what consent is, right? <laughs> Come on. Yep. <laughs> all right so thank you so, so much that for note. listening to uh below grid level uh we are your host jonathan eaton thank you becca eaton hi and me chrissy uh any questions comments or concerns throw them into the void because we don't have an email or yes we do and- we do it's, it's podcast do at, we check it though it is forwarded to my email no one ever emails us if you yeah, want so to if you want to fuck email you us, listener you can email us at podcast at cactus rodeo.com it's no one's gonna remember that at cactus rodeo.com they could be writing it down right now you don't know my name's chrissy <laughs> be more done with this podcast. my name's Chrissy. i'm 10 tabs in and i'm ready to call it a night <laughs> <laughs> i'm ready to go to bed and uh that's fair I, I thank you so much for listening i need a snack uh, follow me on all the things that chris z isn't funny you can follow me on all the things that john brack you can subscribe to us uh go to cactusrodeo.com subscribe to us on apple stitcher uh spotify all those things wherever you get your podcasts yeah yeah, and listen to the sketchy show and watch Pop Socket Theater. That's it. We love you. Let's find out what happens next time on Sweet Valley High Nightmares. Bye. 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 Below Grade Level is a Cactus Radio production. You can contact us at podcast at cactusrodeo.com. Subscribe and follow on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. And follow Cactus Rodeo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more entertainment and updates. Too many secrets left in the world of sweet bad.